Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 69th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Arun in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle. He's a Philodox and has found his purpose with the Garo. He's known as Guards the Low, Child of Gaia. Hello, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm George. I'm playing Roy Mindscape. He is a Ragbosh with the Stargazers. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, called Speaks with Sweet Whispers. He is a third of the Silent Striders. Hello, I'm Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nodders. Last time, <clears throat> after the moot at the five mirrors many of you returned to the sacred stone and performed various duties while kyle stayed in the five mirrors to appease all the spirits that he had angered performed call to duty and called every spirit due to a prank pulled by roy mindscape also during this time cora and dimitri jumped in some cars with several kinfolk to drive to the sacred stone. The two wanted to look over the kin and make sure they were safe in their transition, especially after the fall of the Winterfang. Days have passed and it has now been almost three days since the end of the moot. As the moon bridge opens and a haggard Kyle steps through into the umbral scape with all of you hanging about. Hey everyone. Guards low. you're back. I am. Finally. All done apologizing and groveling. <sighs> I hope that went rather well. As well as could be expected, Roy. Well, it's better than going bad. Well, regardless, thank you for your apologies for to the spirits. Well, I did call them, after all. So now, what's next? The moot was... Two days ago. Two days ago. I could still feel a tenseness in the in the sept, though. I've got a feeling that things are going to be tense around here for a while. Which is why you should all be getting some rest, Regender says. Cora turn around. Hey! <laughs> I'm happy for everything you did, but all of you have been working extremely hard for this Karen, and it is time for you to reconnect with the world so that you will know how to fight and what to fight for. Rest does sound good. I, uh, I won't argue. Good. Mark will shake his head in agreement and he'll just head to a den, pretty much. He'll head to the den that he has his backpacks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Coral just try and go sleep a little bit um she's feeling pretty irked <laughs> from the road trip zeb will kind of he'll kind of hold behind you know twitching a little bit honored elder it would do me much better to travel as a form of rest and re recuperation surely i can be of service during this time of rest for my friends i suppose we've been meaning to send, ask some questions of the Sept of the Unified Heart of what's going on there. If you could send the message that 
the right to connect to the five mirrors was a success, I would greatly appreciate it, as well as bring back any news of that Karen's going goings on. Elder, whereabouts is this Karen? Uh, it's near Seattle. It's near one of the parks. Ah, lovely. The forest would do me good. I am most honored and thankful to carry this message for you. Of course. Speak to them about our alliance and see if you can get any word about Eric Ironshadow. He left a few months ago to do some sort of gathering of allies in Japan, and we haven't heard had word from him in quite some time. Very well, it shall be done. <laughs> I will speak with Fate Dancer and determine what messages she might want to have delivered. I've done this before for her, and I'm happy to do so again. Of course. Thank you. All right, and then I'll, I'll go seek her out, uh, Keegan. You seek her out as she thanks you a bit and go. she goes, The unified heart and me have never quite gotten along, even when I traveled there and I was a uh, an honored guest when me in final days wandered the Americas. I don't know, just seems that they've buried too much of their past under various different contritions to where it always feels hollow to me. Who are the tribes that are there now? Uh, it's mostly the children of Gaia, though there is a moderate stargazer presence, and I know there's a few get of Fenris as well. Very well, are there any individuals you would recommend speaking to directly? Well, I would say you could try and speak to their master of right, or at least one of the elders. They would give you some good information. Chelsea Ice uh, Climber is a child of Gaia. She's been the, she's the grand elder of the Karen and holds complete power there. Though William Climbs to the Heaven has strong ties with the spirits there, despite his auspice. And finally, Sandra speaks from the beyond, who is the master of right. She has a strong connection to the spirits there, but I know that there are other Garu there and who will speak to you as needed. Very well. And I, did, did she, she didn't have anything in particular. She just wanted me to find out news, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Seek the spiritual health. If you can. Absolutely. A worthy question. Very well, Fate Dancer. I will I will see you soon enough and hopefully bring news back from them as well as to uh, Elder Regender. Thank you. And he'll probably do one of these things like in the night, everyone's asleep and he'll just slip on out, Keegan. All right. And so... And if, is, is this a oh. moon bridge movement or would I, have to, yeah. if I, would I need to traverse it? Okay. It's All a moon bridge. Right. Uh, it's one of okay. their allied Cairns. Okay, got it. The moon bridge opens up as you pass through into the night. A spirit was sent ahead to let them know of your coming. You arrive as you see two Garu there. A fairly young woman who seems to smile, as well as another woman who seems to be in her 30s with blonde hair with a bit of a permanent scowl upon her face approach. As the first one goes, Greetings, I am Renata Balanced Words, gatekeeper of the Sept of the Unified Heart. Greetings to you both. I am Zeb, speaks to sweet whispers. Child of Owl, I carry a message from the Sept of the Sacred Stone. It's been some time since we heard word of the Sacred Stone. 
Indeed, Elder Regender has sent me here to deliver it and to consult with you all on the goings-on here, too. Ah. Well, I will... I will continue my watch here for a bit longer. If you have some time to rest, the Karen is still quiet and the elders sleep. They will be here in the morning. Sue, would you guide our guest to the barn? Very well. Follow me. Thank you. I'm Sue Wickedfang. It's very nice to meet you, Wicked Fang. Everyone just calls me Zeb. How long have you been here? I've been here since my first change. Oh, very good. Very good. Thank you for, for guiding me through here. I've never been here before. I looked forward to seeing the forests and the lands here of the Northwest. They are something to see. Much conflict has happened of late. Everywhere for us, and I suppose it's an enduring thing. Do you run Packless, Strider? I do not. I am currently of a pack, our totem owl. We are called the Inferno Alphas. There are, well, two of us and soon to be three, a friend that we came upon recently that we are asking to join us. The rite will likely be complete soon. The Infernal Alphas. I've heard of your Roy Kinkiller. Ah, I, I don't know if that label is entirely accurate, but you speak of the, the Ravens. And what happened at the moot, in indeed. He tricked many of their kin to pretend to be of the worm, and he led them to slaughter at the hands of two sept. I can only speak to the fact that within him, Roy is not an evil man or guru, and he thought he was bringing folks together when in, in fact, it definitely appeared that it went poorly. He's a junkie enabler, a worm spreader. Many things will go poorly for him. Again, there are many things to be said about the questioning way of, of Roy, but again, my friend, my Pac-Man, I can, I can speak to him now they're being of the worm or, or, again, falling to such darkness, but this is something that we will likely have to work to atone for among the kin of the Korax uh, and their spirits for this, this wrong. You said he's not of the worm. Well, using Korax kin... Perhaps he wishes to prove himself in the Third War of Rage. Yeah, I do not believe that Roy hungers for war. I think what he did was from a place where he did not foresee the consequences of his action. Something of youth, and again, I'd, if word has traveled here, is there much discontent now with him and his action? I can certainly speak to the fact that Roy does not seek war or conflict. Or these are things in his, in, not of his nature. He... He does seek peace and understanding. Not seeking war or conflict. Well, it's going to come to all of us. Those are not seeking war or conflict is a coward's way. Again, my pack mate, my friend, he knows when there is the fight. He knows when wrongs must be righted. Knowing that this has occurred, that kin have been harmed and friends of our people have been wronged i he i do not believe he would let this stand without addressing it and trying to make up for it he knows when to shoot up and when to drag down the poor i understand you are judging by his actions and what has occurred now i can only speak to the guru that i know and the goodness he has done but very clearly there has been a serious wrong here and as i've said i shall have to carry this message back to inform more than just him, that kin of yours of this cairn here have been wronged in a prank. Have the Korax brought this before the elders of this cairn yet, this wrong? 
He's too fucked up with his drugs to know who to attack. But yes, the Koraks have brought it up. If by drugs you just mean foolishness, then then perhaps, but I I don't know what you're talking about when you say that he's just an enabler and a drug pusher. This is not, again, not the guru I know. Roy lived nearby in Seattle. He sold drugs. He spread the worm taint through those drugs. I was a witness to this only in part on a journey that we took through the Umbra, witnessing as a third party the death of his family, friends, other people that he knew. As Owl guided us, I assumed there was something of that nature going on, but again, to the Guru that I know, this this might be something he is guilty of, but he is beyond it now. It would not understand, at least, what that spread meant. It was part of understanding why the Guru would attack those people to stop that taint and that spread. His family and friends? Ah, you mean the people he was here with to sell more drugs? I remember the night that we hunted them down and rid the world of their Wormish influence. I am no friend to the whispers of Weaver nor the uh, taint of the worm and what it does here and among us and its cancer among these people that drives desperation. So in that line, you and I are entirely aligned. Again, I can only speak to a most frustrating member of my pack who I've had to go on many journeys of enlightenment for to make sure he did not decide to take the wrong path in the guise of understanding and instead betraying all that we stand for. So yes, as it grates upon me to know that this activity would be something he'd be a part of and a secret and to claim that he was so wronged by the guru that would attempt to stop it is both well shocking, yes, disappointing, more so. But again, I can only speak to the guru now that has fought against the worm, that has fought among us, and has done his, well, his level best that only Roy can to make sure that the worm influence stops. Unfortunately, the message must be loud and abundantly clear for him to understand, as was the message that your pack sent when it had to do something most important, and I recognize the need to stem that evil taint that the worm spreads again. I can only speak to the guru that I know now. At this point, I just see Sue smiling and holding back laughs at um, how frustrated Zeb is feeling at Roy. (laughs) It's pretty accurate. Yeah, his good eye will get that little twitch, you know. As you reach the guest area. You'll sleep here tonight. You'll be able to speak with our elder in the morning. Very well, Sue. Thank you very much. The information that you gave was still important to my understanding. We can talk Wicked more. Fang. Very well, Wicked Fang. We can speak more about this in the morning if you have time before I depart. I would be happy to take as much information back about what has happened and what the Korax and their kin would like that message to be. If I have any information that our Elder does not give you that is important for you to take back, then... I can share that. Good night. Good night, warrior. It's the next morning. Uh, Zeb, you awaken, and you are brought before the three elders of the Karen. As they nod and greet you, the first one speaking, Ice Climber, welcome, traveler. It is a pleasure to meet you. Climbs to the heaven 
goes, or climbs to heaven goes, your journey has been long, we see, and it is good to finally meet you. Striders bring much news, and this Karen is always open to it. And finally, the last one, known as Swirling Mountain, goes, a pleasure. Honored elders, I am Zeb Speaks of Sweet Whispers. I am a theurge of the silent striders. I carry a message from a gender elder of the sa- sept of the sacred stone. At I that you see to- at that you see Ice Climber's face kind of light up. You can tell they have a past. Very well. <clears throat> I present this message to you in the wholeness that I received it without embellishment nor truncation. I have no personal vested interest in its delivery, only that your ears hear it as it has been commanded by an elder of the Guru Nation. He would announce to you, the three of you, you elders here and your cairn, that the rite of connection has been complete, a successful link between the sacred stone and the five mirrors. These cairns are now connected via Moonbridge and enjoy an alliance in the wake of a celebration that occurred two days ago. At this time, they are linked together not only for travel, but for continued battle against the worm. In the wake of losses that have occurred in Minnesota and other areas of the Midwest United States, well, North America as we know it here. I do not know if there are other pieces you would care to know about tone or intonation. I am happy to answer your queries now here, elders, as your servant of our people. We know some. Uh, We have... A bit of information for you, speaks in sweet whispers. The one you had mentioned, Iron Shadow. He has sent word recently, but two nights ago. It seems that he is connected with his allies and plans to return to the Sacred Stone soon. He will pass through this Karen first, of course, as that is his way. This is good news. There was much concern for Elder Regender about the fate of Iron Shadow. It seems also that the Red Talons are growing restless up north, just past Vancouver in the more rural parts of Canada. There's rumors that they're attempting to perform an impergium light among the humans who dare cross a certain boundary. It seems that they've made some sort of deal with Little Brother, who also has goals for the region. Does that impergium spread to all other folk aside from the humans that would be there? Or is it entirely confined to ensuring their territory is free from their encroachment? It's in their territory and just outside of it. They go to places where there is no Karen. At least none that's been claimed. That way the humans don't zero in on their Karen's location. Part of that's smart. Part of me thinks that they're in it for the blood now. We've been debating on what to do. Very well, Elder. I can carry this message back to see if those among us, whether our Master of Rites, Fate, Dancer, or Elder Regender, can weigh upon this and determine a path from visions or otherwise revealed. Good luck. We have tried, but I think Regender has too much at home, as is. And don't isn't there a Red Talon Karen not far from the Sacred Stone? I doubt he would want to anger them, given... His dream of unity, one that I personally share, but one where certain tribes strain 
my ability to forgive certain actions. His time serving guy is certainly longer than mine, as are the three elders assembled here. I cannot speak to any of the goals that the elder has, but certainly unity is one of them. But again, I will I will carry any message you see fit without embellishment. I will only mention the event and nothing else if that is what's preferred. That is preferred for now. I don't. If you think there's anything to be gained, please share it. That is my recommendation. And the last bit is, is that our spiritual health has been in decline here. As you know, as Regender well knows, this is one of the greatest Karens in the United States. The strongest, except for the ancient legendary ones that are said to have been lost to time, with the exception of certain ones like the legendary Avalon. But it seems that something is encroaching, whether it is humanity or the Weaver. We notice that the park rangers have to do more and more to keep this forest alive and how it was. And with that level of control, the threads of the weaver start to grow amongst the forest, even though there are no buildings here. And soon I fear that it will strangle the Karen. And I fear that that strangle will grow and strangle other Karens of great power. And that the sacred stone might become one of the greatest Karens in the nation, if not the world, simply because that is as great of a Karen there can be anymore. This is most alarming, Elder. I can only speak to an example that had occurred of a Karen that had recently fallen, and the slow decay that had occurred there as the worm made its encroachment. Again, their goals were to rape Gaia's bounty through the building of a plant to produce paper. Uh, nonetheless, though, that encroachment is concerning for the beauty and majesty out here. I cannot help but gaze upon and enjoy. But I will carry that, and perhaps I can speak to the other theaters that I know about to spirits that move through here and those that we know. Good. Well, if that is all, that is all the information we have. Wicked Fang, if you would please escort our guest back to the Moon Bridge, it would be greatly appreciated. Very well, Elder. As they make their way to the Moon Bridge. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, I'll make my way with, with Wicked Fang. As soon as they get to the Moon Bridge, um, Sue's gonna turn to Zeb. Remember, he is as worthless as his family. He may yet prove his worth. I would ask you one other thing, Warrior of Fenrir, aside from Roy Mindscape, and that is, what have you seen as a warrior on the ground when it comes to the decline or taint here. Do you see it on the rise? Do you see it harder to hold it back? Not that you fear anything, but do you see more than you have? I have. It's risen faster than expected. Um... Very well, Wicked Fang. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Farewell. And I'll step back across the moon bridge, Keegan. As you step back across the moon bridge, all right, uh, during... During this time, Dimitri, about two, maybe three days after Zeb returns, you've finally gotten some time to sit around. Uh, Steven had been out of the Karen for a while before he finally starts to approach you. Noticing that you seem to have taken up some residence here, he approaches with a big, jovial smile. Hey, Dimitri. You uh, putting down roots here? I believe so. 
I think I'm going to be staying for a while, at least. That's good to hear. Always could use more uh, troublemakers. I don't know how much trouble I'll be, but if you need help with anything, I'll I'll make some trouble with you. <laughs> <laughs> good. Glad to hear it. So what do you have planned for today? Making sure everyone is settled in. Uh, I know Veronica mentioned uh, getting in touch with local with some of the local LGBT groups and I wanted to check in with uh, Barry and Mallory and see how they are doing. Okay, those are the uh, the kin from your sept, yeah? Yes, yes, the Bonar kin. Well, uh, I do happen to know a few Bonars. Well, there is Inside Out. That's a, a youth group here. Could always bring you by there if you'd like. Perhaps if you if you don't mind leading the way. Sure. Had stuff to do in the city anyway. And so you lead the way, heading downtown, going to the local youth group. As you see Veronica smiling as she looks at Dimitri and waves. She's fairly cleaned up. She's been able to get a shower in since the move. Uh, Dimitri is going to wave back. Veronica, you, you, you look great. You look better. Yeah, I, so I went in, I did some application stuff, and one of the people there was so nice, they, they bought me a gym membership, which means I was able to use the showers. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, that was that was very nice of them. Yeah. Hey, Dim, who's the friend? This is Steven. I, I told you about him on the way here. Oh, that's right. You're the famous Steven. I should have guessed from the, the white hair. <laughs> oh... Yeah, famous. I, I suppose so. <laughs> it's good to meet you. Uh, Steven, uh, are people around, like other people? Uh, yeah, there are other people. Okay, then he he will not give his Garu name. Okay. It's really nice to meet you. Uh, you got, do you know any uh, good places? Um, I, the shelter's full for the, the night, but... So, do you know any good places to sleep around here, Steven? Yeah, a few. Uh, you know, they it changes every week with the uh, fucking pigs. But, you know, I, I, I can find you a place. Great. Dim, you coming? I mean, you you need to know this stuff too, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm coming along. Um, have you heard from Mallory or Barry yet? Yeah, Mallory is on the south side. She was looking for Bonar kin signs in that area. I think she found them, but no, was, no one was there yet. Yeah, I can uh, I can introduce you to all the local kin. Perfect. Yeah, we can get them. I know she's down on the south side, and Barry, he's he's been wandering around. He, he just hitchhiked up to Denver just to get a sense of things, trying to figure oh, out the roots. Oh, okay. Well, I, I hope he has a safe trip back. He should. He, he's been around. He knows how, how the hitchhiking game works. This isn't uh, too dangerous of a place. Most you gotta deal with usually is the cold or fucking cops, but... Yeah. Um, uh, they're, they're bad everywhere, though. I guess so. We were in pretty rural part of town, so they didn't care too much as long as we cleaned up after ourselves, but then, you know, complaints happened enough, they'd kick us out. Yeah, well... Just let me or Kyle know if anything happens. 
Uh, who's Kyle? Oh, he he um, he's also you know one of me, but he's a uh, one of the children. But you know he he was one of my flock back in the day before his first uh, time. Oh, okay. That's 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 so cool. Yeah, it's a happy accident. <laughs> happy accident. As Veronica smiles and gives Dimitri kind of a shove, going, "Come on, Dim, you gotta speak up. Be a little more gallant, like your friend here. Otherwise, I might have to new- have a new person for the Big Brother role." <laughs> oh, oh, just I'll 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 try to speak up. I just with I don't know with everything with um everything that happened on the road trip. I I guess I'm still a little on edge, but I'm I'm fine. Okay, you know, if you're not doing fine, just just let me know, okay? We we all care about you. I know. I'll I'll let you know. Um, okay. But the um, the shelter you were talking about, Stephen. Uh, do you mind leading the way? Uh, if 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 Veronica, you're done with your stuff here. Yeah, I'm done. Sure, sure. I can uh, show you all the local shelters, and I can, you know, show you all the the camps too. At least the ones that are still around today. All right, thanks. And she she puts her arm in Dim, under Dimitri's and hooks it, and then hooks Stevens. Well, boys, you gonna give a gal an escort then? Of course, you you read my mind. And Dimitri's gonna hook uh, his arm around hers. All right, let's get to it then. As Steven starts bouncing around the city, showing various places, and you know things of that nature as you show he shows the shelters and then he finally brings her to one of the camps it's pretty well hidden it's to the south side near one of the old abandoned railways not a lot of people come by this way right now not a lot to do out here as there are several tents up things like that it's a little messy but the people here are clearly looking out for each other sharing snacks and things like that Hopefully this place uh, treats you well, you know, un- unless you choose to go for, for one of the shelters if they have an opening. Yeah. No, it's great. Um, I, I might try and do one of the shelters just because it'll be easier to take my hormones there. But this is great. Thank you, Steven. And you, you keep an eye on us? Of course, always. We have to stick together after all. We do. I just, wow. This is so... This is way bigger than some of the communities up by the old sept. Yeah, it's a it's a big city. Yeah, it seems so. Like lots of been, us around. Yeah, we've been walking for hours. Jeez. Yeah, it's uh, you know, the buses aren't great here. You can try, but yeah, underfunded. I get it. Well, and it's all it's all out, right? It, none of it built up, so. It's a long okay. ways to get to anything, even for the buses. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Hey, as she kind of wraps an arm around Stephen. Thanks. You too, Dim. As she comes in and pulls him in for a hug too. Uh, Dimitri is gonna return the hug and I'll well, say you're welcome. And uh, like Stephen said, we'll we'll watch over you. I really appreciate you too. Anytime. As you two start heading back to the sept, you have a bit of time to converse if you so choose. So, so hey, man, what what happened on the road trip? I thought you were just bringing him back. I was. As I was uh, on the radio. There was a 
an ad for for Good House International, the company that built over where my sept used to be after it was attacked. And I I don't know. I I know I I want to stay around here, but part of me wants to go back to where the the Winterfang sept used to be and make sure no one has built anything there. And I don't know. I was I heard the the ad and I just wanted to I I guess burn everything down. I was just full of rage. I almost went into a, a frenzy in the car, but I I stopped myself long enough to to step out of the car and take my rage out on something else. Shit, man. Hey, I I, I get it. I know what it's like to lose your home. But look, I'm I'm glad the kin are okay. And I'm I'm glad you're okay too. And if you know, if revenge is what you need to feel better, hey, that's what you need. But uh you know, there there's a place here for you if you want it before or after or, or during your revenge uh, thank you Stephen. i maybe maybe revenge is what i need but i i know there's there's a part of me that knows that that cease that revenge can easily turn into just ceaseless killing and i i don't want to fall in down a path that will lead me astray to something that I don't want to be. I mean, I, I guess, but it's not like you were the ones who started it. That's a good point. You know, they they came to your home. They fucked with your people. So if you want revenge, man, that's... I'd, I'd say it's justified. And Dimitri's gonna pause for a moment as he nods and says, I'll, I'll think about it. But hey, I'm, I'm not trying to convince you either way. Uh, I, I make my own bad decisions. Well... At least according to everyone at the Sept. Oh, maybe it's something I need to talk to a Thurge about. I've been um, talking to another pack that I might be joining soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the Infernal Alphas. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, uh, I guess they've been running with here a little bit now. I don't know if they call this place home yet, but... Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask them. Um, they... They seem to be more mobile, so I I don't know where they plan on going next, or if they intend on staying here in the Sacred Stone. Well, hey man, you gotta gotta follow your heart, but could always use more people to protect the kin here. Never hurts, and I'm sure Veronica would appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure she would. I I I don't want any of them to feel like I'm leaving them behind and, or anything. Well, hey, don't worry, man. We'll get them taken care of no matter what. Whether you're here or not. I promise. They've been through enough shit already. Uh, yes, yes, they have been. I just, I don't know. Part of me still wishes I could have talked them into letting more of the kin come here. But maybe that's just me wanting to keep the old home together. Where'd the rest of them go? Oh, to... A few different ways to the Sept of the Hidden Glade and the Sept of um, the the Peak of the Sentinel. Okay, I, I've heard of Hidden Glade. It's it's not yeah. a bad place. Yes, I, I know it's in Boston. I um, actually wanted to ask you if you knew of 
any Bonar moots coming up. I know, um, uh, I believe the first time we met, uh, you mentioned uh, the big one in New York. I mean, that's the big one. And, well, ever since Pueblo got wiped out, there aren't any really near here anymore. Uh, but I'm sure if we look, we can find some for you nearby. Nearby-ish. You know, maybe a moon bridge or two. Maybe. I I think maybe one of the things I need is to be with fellow members of the tribe. Steven is going to clap you on the back and be like, I get you. <laughs> it can get a little lonely out here now. But we have each other. <laughs> That's right. And so you guys return. You guys hang out for a couple days as you get the other kin situated. It goes pretty well, all things considered, right? And so we now go back to Mark. It has been about, it's been about a week or so. You've been preparing, uh, saving up money and preparing to, preparing to go on your camping trip deep in the woods. Yes. So what I definitely wanted to do is get, definitely get one of those backpacks attuned to me. Okay. But yeah, like he's going to go on a camping trip. He feels he's accomplished a lot in mm-hmm. just his first year. He's His birthday's coming up. He's realizing that. And Actually, I think your birthday to... has now come. Oh, yeah. He has is, he is now come and gone. He is 16 years old, guys. He is 16 years old. Woo-hoo, congratulations. So for to celebrate his 16th birthday, he's going to go camping. You can drive now. <laughs> Not according to my character sheet. <laughs> you have the potential to drive. It's okay. Dimitri can chaperone. He'll drive. <laughs> nice. So, one thing he definitely wants to do is he wants to check in with uh, stands in the river. Stands with okay. the river. Because okay, so, you, so you're heading back to the five mirrors first? Yes, because it's in the five mirrors he wanted to take his camping trip, pretty much. Okay. And so you do? Okay, sweet. As uh, they look at you and go, oh, welcome back. Good to be back, guys. Oh, and he'll kind of lower his shoulders finally, like finally passing the threshold of home after a long journey. And his brow will kind of grow a little heavy. Oh, man, I've been through a lot, guys. Have you? Oh, we all have, definitely. But I'm here to reconnect a little bit. And I need to speak with the Elder, if she's available. Okay, as you approach, as stands with the river nods welcome back mark good to be back but before i head out to my own doings again i would like to uh discuss with you something in private do you have time i have some time what is it mark will kind of look around and make sure no one else is listening i speak of the pact i made with you about a secret oh yes well, hopefully this alliance that I strived for helps a lot with that. And do know that I've not said a word. I've not said a thing. Clearly because I'm still here talking to you about it. Yeah. It's... <sighs> we can discuss at a later, later time. It looks like you're haggard. Oh, definitely. Uh, I was gonna stop by the old cabin. 
Uh, it's definitely going to be a lot more empty these days. Okay. Hey, it sounds like it'll be a good trip. Yeah, I think it will be. I think it will. If there's, if you would like to come along, bye bye. I know you have probably a lot of matters to take care of, Elder. Uh, sadly, we cannot spare anyone for the time being. Mm. Well, if there's anything, anything I could help out quickly with before I leave for my little meditation trip, just let me know. I'll be at the old cabin. Sure. And I'll make my way towards there and be sure to kind of take the long way, maybe hopefully run into somebody else. As you take the long way, nothing really, though you hear something kind of whispering to you. It's distant, faint, almost as if not on this side of the gauntlet. Hmm. I will use my spirit speech and I will kind of slow my pace and I'll go, speak up, I'm having a hard time hearing you. It still comes through muffled. It seems like you'll have to pass through to the other side of the gauntlet. I'll make my way towards a shoreline and okay. I'll uh, look into the look into the lake and try All to right. pass through the umbra. You start to pass through the umbra as you are far away enough from the Karen that it is no longer Karen grounds and it is difficulty five to pass over. Oof. So it takes... You're unable to pass through, but after an hour, you finally, you finally make it. Damn, that took forever. As you see a great spirit, it's an aspen tree. As you see the great spirit seeming to pass through in all directions, the massive leaves and the white bark shimmering in the ever-present dim light of Helios. I will walk towards the tree and I will raise my hand in greeting and go spirit I couldn't help but hear you from the other side is there anything I could help with yes you could have gotten here sooner oh well certainly I didn't know about this but I can't I'm here now what can I help you with and Mark will kind of passively just stand there I've been to talk with someone about the wisdom of this world. I do not wish for it to blow away. I wish to pass it on to someone who is worthy. Possibly someone like you. Oh, well, spirit, I'm honored by this that you would seek me out but you wish to discuss the wisdom of the world because i would gladly have a discussion with you spirit i find myself in between points and with no real time scale i wish to pass on the knowledge that the earth is hurting my roots ache don't sing as clear the animals the plants it feels sickly Mark will cross his arms and shake its head in agreement this is most certainly true I've witnessed it myself just recently I came across a glorious forest filled with Trees as wondrous as you, spirit, but this taint 
and this corruption that you feel had overcome the forest. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to speak to them. I wasn't able to hear them out. But I'm glad that you reached out to me, spirit. And he'll kind of put a caring, tender hand on the tree. I'm sorry I didn't get here soon enough. And then Mark is going to kind of... Uh, is there like a like a umbral like branch on the ground or something? Yes. Mark is gonna pick pick it up, and then he's gonna head over to the umbral waters and dip it in, and then he's gonna reach in his pack and he's gonna kind of light it a little bit, and then he's gonna kind of start the rite of cleansing on the tree. Maybe this will help him a little bit, but. To not give away what he's doing, he's going to continue spirit. I'd like to hear more of your story. Perhaps maybe not speak of the corruption and the worm that is clearly evident here, but maybe perhaps speak of the knowledge of the birds that you can pass, of, of the lake, of the wind. Think of the positive things that you could pass on. For as old as I am... There are many things that I would be glad to pass on, such as the rivers and the lakes that have been clear since before my birth. The animals, I feed them and then they feed me. Such is the way of the world. Such it is. And I'll begin circling the tree, waving around the, the smoldering branch, taking my time. I'm in no rush for this rite to be done. He wants to hear this spirit's story, for someone must listen to it. For with the food that we each consume. There is a sense of balance. I could name each spirit that has come to me with both wants and needs and also what they have provided me. And as such, I would like to pass this information on so that it and the spirits can continue to live. The birds in my branches sing a joyous song, and their children and their children's children have all sung the same song. Sounds like it would have been a glorious chorus. Oh, but it was. And the animals on the ground provided a great rhythm that the birds sang with. Though the moon sets on the quality, he still visits 
once every solar year. Qualmy? Hmm. Excuse my ignorance, spirit, but what is a Qualmy? And I'll continue just circling around, but just with an inquisitive look on my face. A Qualmy is one who jests. His pointed ears are for hearing of the greatest secrets. And he has large clawed paws there to capture mysteries. Hmm. Mark will kind of just kind of put it in the back burner of his brain that this is probably just another spiritual like entity that he could come across. But now he knows what he, he can look out for. Interesting spirit. Never heard of such a creature. Certainly, you have seen many, many creatures throughout your life. And you also speak of names. But how very rude of me. I'm sorry I haven't yet to introduce myself. I am Guides the Fallen. Well, it's been great talking to you, Guides the Fallen. I will also introduce myself as Endless Aspen of the Wood. It is an honor to know your name. Is there any other knowledge you wish to pass on before you yourself pass on? There is an old house deep in the forest. It is a terrible place. It is a place that someone took more of my children than he needed to warm his home. It is a he took more than he needed to build. It has been many of seasons of both green and yellow and orange and red since he's gathered and stolen these parts of me. I can still feel his presence, and I ask of you, Mark, guides the fallen, to help discover why, in exchange for this, I can teach you what I know of the Eshtara. I will gladly do this, spirit, and I will do this before your passing, so that you may know and have this knowledge and be comforted with it. And I'll give a gnosis to seal the deal. So I'll go ahead and extend a branch to accept it. Thank you, Mark Guides the Fallen. You're very welcome. And please, if I were to ask of one thing of you, just hold on long enough. So that I may complete this. I've waited this long. A few more years would not be the end of me. Truly tree spirits are a patient kind. Thank you so much, Reverend Spirit. 
and Mark will give a little bow to uh, kind of mark his little end of his rite of cleansing. Okay. And so you start moving off, heading towards the cabin area. You see little bits of Aspen and a few other Aspen spirits popping from the earth, nodding and swaying with the wind. I'm still in the Umbra. I see a log cabin. Mm. Aspen's swaying. I'll uh, go up to one of the Aspens and I'll give a little knock and go, Hello, spirit. Mark guides the fallen. Endless Aspen of the Wood. Is this the cabin that you speak of? It is. Hmm. Is there like a kind of like a spiritual presence? Like, is there a gnosis presence on the other side that Mark could see? No, it's it's something here specifically. You just feel it in the umbra. It's a s- strange bit of gloom. Well, spirit, I'll go and investigate. And Mark will just slowly make his way towards the cabin, uh, keeping his head about, looking back and forth. And I will actually turn into Glabro form. Okay. You go into Glabro and you enter the cabin. It's rotted. The smell of grave dirt everywhere. There's also the smell of cold, like a bitter winter wind. Mark will sniff the air. Ugh. (laughs) Something festers here. And I'll enter and I'll give a, a knock of the cabin. Are there any? Is there anyone here I could speak with? So the door slowly kind of like swings open, one at the to like a kind of bedroom area. Mark will enter. You see the moldy sheets on a bed made of just feathers. The feathers seeming like also kind of just partially decayed, poking out of holes in the mattress itself. The pillows kind of having a kind of slick grayish outline on them. Is this where you wanted to lead me? Or is there something you need to tell me, spirit? From the bed, the bed starts to shake as you see kind of this old gaunt face, long whiskers, face covered in frostburn as you see him open his mouth, missing a few teeth as you hear him going, Ah! So cold! Before vanishing. Hmm. Uh, okay. That's why he's probably chopping down all the trees. Because he's still so cold. That must mean, on the other side, his body is probably still there. Hmm. Uh, is there like a fireplace? Like a hearth nearby? Yes. Has Does it look like it's been used in the Umbra? In the Umbra, it's a constant smoldering of coals with a arctic-like wind blowing down the chimney and towards you. Hmm. Turn back to the bed. Spirit, did you die here? Uh, could I get a Dex Athletics difficulty 8? Okay. You're able to dodge out of the way just barely as this axe comes slamming down. You see the man in kind of like woolly clothes of furs and things like that as you hear him going chop him up chop him up burn him burn him burn him oh shoot i'm gonna use spirit snare on him okay all right as you fling the spirit snare around it it seems to capture him 
And then as you pull, it passes through him. As your spiritual oh. tether seems unable to bind him. As he just goes, Yup, 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 down yup, 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 as he misses the axe, kind of hits the head, flies off, and it regrows slowly. As you hear kind of like moaning, as you see little hands climbing up the clutch of the axe and then freeforming the head of it. Ooh, shoot. Crap, I wasn't expecting this. I would have had Unicorn's Arsenal ready. Uh, uh. <laughs> I want to, ex like, kind of palm him in the face. Not necessarily to try to damage him, but to try to, like, push him out of the way to see if maybe I can make any sort of physical contact with him. All right. Make a roll. Okay. So you swing. <laughs> you swing as you knock him right in his face as he grabs his nose and just screams. He lets go of the axe as he vanishes. The axe lands and just stays there. Hmm. I'm going to pick up the axe. Okay. It feels real. It doesn't feel like it's made out of ephemera. And you notice the dried blood at the edge of it. Mm. So hold on, wait a second. I'm in the Umbra. This thing just became real? It seems like it's some sort of physical item, yes. Oh, wow. Somehow. I don't... Hmm. Out of character. I don't want to seem like if I'm overthinking this or not, but I kind of want to go into the physical and get a good look at this log cabin. Like... Okay. I would feel that maybe trying to solve something in the physical is going to help in the Umbra. Yeah, there's broken glass and mirror here, so you would be able to use that. And I'm going to be sure to be holding the axe while I uh, pass through. All right, you instantaneously pass into the physical realm. Do I still have the axe? No, because uh, it's a physical item. You'd have to be attuned to it. Ah, oh, so it's stuck in there now. Okay, okay. I'm going to switch into lupus form. Okay. And I'm going to start sniffing and digging for bodies. All right. So can I get a perception alertness? Uh, we're going to go with lupus form difficulty five. You get something as you get to the bed. You see the kind of withered skeleton that's actually molded down into the feathers. You have to dig through some of the feathers. I will dig through some of the feathers without trying to disturb the body. You see the body there lying partially mummified. You see a rusted axe head by his side and a rotted wooden handle. The years dissolving it into nothing but barely pulp, if not really just compost. The hand quickly jumps out and gets you by the throat real quick, just grabbing some of your hair and pulling some out, but doesn't get a firm grasp as the skeleton looks at you as it starts to almost breathe, as it's like, as the body stops. Give me back my relic. Oh, uh, okay. Mark's gonna pick up the axe head uh -huh. and pick up the rotted, the rotted handle. And As it just kind of dissolves it. into your hand. Mark's gonna take the axe head and kind of put it with the body and he's gonna kind of leave the body uh, kind of in like a, a passing like pose, like, no, someone took the time to put him in this because he was passing, so on and so forth. Okay. And Mark is going to start the rite of passing for this guy. Okay. And he throughout the rite, he's going to try to keep, like, 
try to talk to him, try to see if maybe he can bring it back to some sort of like umbral sanity, if that makes sense, because it seems like he's definitely lost. Like, <laughs> as the head kind of pokes through the wall, you see the wood actually warp to the face of the man as he goes, ah! I'll, I'll burn you, you bastard! Give me that pretty pellets! Guides the Fallen. Mark. Yes, I'm here. Destroy the place that he clings so desperately. Destroy it. Mark, understanding the grave nature and tone from Endless, he will. He's gonna switch to Krynos. Okay. And he's going to just start taking the place apart, not like crazy or anything. He's just going to, like, precision destruction, if that makes sense. Okay. As you do so, and the place comes down, the spirit thanks you, and you're able to continue the rest of your camping trip. You'll be away for two weeks. Okay. Meanwhile, Cora, after a few weeks of relaxing with Eleanor, getting some information about your family at the... Sacred Stone, you have some time to yourself. The necklace still weighing upon you. Yes, so I want to follow up on that. And I am going to go follow up with Judith about this necklace that she's she's given me. Okay, you can attempt that. Uh, the necklace is currently inert. Okay, so I have to spend a point you of gnosis spend, you just it. roll. Oh, I rolled gnosis. Okay. Difficulty, the gnosis on the fetish, which I believe was five. It once again fills you with all these kinds of emotions as the necklace starts to shake and point. It points to the east of you this time. All right, I will follow it. You follow it as you keep going, moving across the Karen grounds until you see it at a parked car pointing directly at the side mirror. Umbra. All right. I will try to uh, make sure that... Is this car, like, in the sept grounds? Yeah, it's in the park. Okay. I'll make sure that no one is uh, around before I attempt to step sideways. Okay. You look around. It doesn't appear that there's anyone around. Alrighty. And if I take my time, do, do I have to roll? Yes, you still have to roll. Okay. You pass through instantaneously. And the necklace stops pointing. It falls down and becomes unattuned the moment you enter the umbra. Is there a way for me to reattune it? Yeah, you can just make the roll again. You activate again as it shakes and it explodes in a burst of color. The necklace just shining in every which direction as the whole area around you seems to warp and shift as you see pattern threads between this world and the physical world actually starting to snap slightly as the world rumbles and you see masses of wildlings starting to shoot off in all directions before an image of Judith seems to appear shaking there barely as you see her holding something as she speaks up. The lands of chaos seems to call to you, friend. Powers are growing in the world. Are you willing to see the prelude to war? The terrors you must unleash? You'll have to seek soon. A messenger arrives. I do not know when. The message cuts off, and you hear kind of a rumble. 
like great steps as there is a spirit that seems to shift and change back and forth never standing in one place for long its eyes glow its body hard to discern as it seems to shift between the shape of a man a woman a beast an amalgamation of everything and nothing at all a simba a kwami a guru everything and nothing at once it is endlessly streaming as it approaches you it's what you can only discern is eyes gazing upon you. Coral will take a quick second to think um, and like just like try and channel uh, like the thurges that she she knows and just spirit I, I don't have your speech, your language but I hope that you can understand me. Who are you? Is he pointing like is he pointing at my necklace? Or Yes. Okay. Spirit, it was a gift from from another changer. I I was hoping it would lead me to them. It was pointing it was guiding me. I am I am Cora Two Hearts. Two hearts, your understanding is small, your vision is narrow, you seek a single destination amongst the, the infinite, all that is around you, all that sways, your eyes are still half closed, you do not know what you see, the tool you have is wrong, it is instead a danger that you cannot comprehend, for you cannot see what we can. Then spirit, I humbly ask of you to explain it to me so that I may understand very well Garu Kora two hearts across this infinite tapestry the threads of time that intersect what is what was what will be looking out upon this this awe-inspiring this, this every moment together here together at once what this is which you have which you dare to yield here Power and order over what is chaos, what is born of the maelstrom, that is ever changing and ever existing in every moment across infinity. That is what you hold in your hand, an abomination. Whatever gave me that is an enemy to me, and an enemy to what this eternity stands for. And for you to hold it in your hand like a petty ball is even more dangerous in our esteem. Spirit, you say that this item is dangerous and you say that it stands against this place and whoever gave it to me is the enemy this goes a part of it goes against what i what i've learned and i still don't understand how an item that was meant to lead me to someone is a danger to this place i am i missing something that this item does that I haven't discovered yet? 
for time immemorial as people, as changers, as magi, as others attempt to stretch and wield time in all of its glory, in all of its eternity, never understanding such small segments they choose to wield and form. That is an attempt at control over that which is everlasting and almighty. I am shocked that a guru-shaped changer, Korra Two Heart, would have this in his possession now. Is all such abominations, is all such petty attempts at myopic control over something so vast and glorious that no one mind can hold it, should still exist. I can think of the mighty seers of Kronos brought low as they attempted to wield time in such a way to apply control and methodology. What an insult to the infinite tapestry and its many threads. Any idea that it could be wielded by one or by one item for what? One game, one time, one moment. Ridiculous. Spirit, I am doing my very best to understand the wisdom you are graciously bestowing upon me. Are you saying that a mage created this item? That it is something that the Garu would never use because of that? You focus on the who. I will tell you the what, what this is and what it affects. Imagine a time, a time that exists here again in this tapestry. Where man has rejected the shape changers, has banded together our hale and straw, and their devotion to one part of the triumph has made them live forever in lives of order and posterity without fear of your kind hunting them down. That is what the item that you hold is in your hand, one of my kin, bound in one portion of the triumph. Now, Imagine separated from the maelstrom an insult, an abomination to time and its eternity. A weaver item. Why would... Wh why would she send me? You're saying one of your kin is trapped in here. It is an essence of things, of a new little path, vital to how we pass as the great maelstroms rise and fall, as time and eternity lash out and continue forever, all becoming one. That is the one portion of it, and they are bound in your hand. It is a threat and a danger, and you I understand. Spirit, I don't know. I am not a Thurge. <laughs> Clearly. I don't know much about spiritual matters, and I would be grateful if you were to tell me what you are a spirit of. I, I will do as you say, I just, I guess I'm curious. I know, I know your tongue, so I will speak. I will speak in terms you would understand. Garou shape changer, Korra two heart. I am Thodas. I am Thirge. I am all of these phases of Luna that you all follow. All is infinite. All possibilities laid bare before me. I am reckoning of a thousand futures. I know the end of infinity, and it continues changing, ever changing, intersecting, weaving. 
leaving the foremost tapestry upon which all of us are part. You sit in one segment of it now. You have used this item. You have brought it here. Why in this possibility, here and now, and path that you have chosen of innumerable ones to choose? What do you say? Where do you intend to go? Spirit, I seek to help the Garu Nation in the time of Ragnarok to be successful in our endeavor of ending it. And with that, she will shift and like crush the the necklace, the, the pendant in her Krino's paw. As you crush the necklace, it explodes out frantically as your hand explodes into a bloody mess, taking That's three fine. points of aggravated damage. That's fine. <laughs> as you see another spirit whirling there, ever-changing, as it looks at you and goes, Oh no. I suppose... No! Shit! No! <laughs> Don't do that to me. Why do you leave Cora to hearts? Get a furnace. Because it is my desire to be part of the Geta Fenris. To be a warrior for the Garu Nation. I don't understand. I am neither child of Gaia or Bonar. I am Korra Two Hearts of the Fenrir. You are all of them. All of them at once. Do you think your choices stop mattering? Just because this is the path this particular Korra walks down? Korra stops and thinks for a moment. Kind of rethinking what the spirit had said to her before. Many so in other times I could have been a Bonar, or a child of Gaia. My deed name could have been different. Another time, another place. You would have never been. For I see you now, shivering in and out of existence as my mind travels a cosmos with my brother like in another thousand futures. You see you, as never born. But a world blade is lost, or Garu defeated. You see you, where the necklace never came. For the shapeshifter who gave it to you was exquisite extinct. The Garu was more successful in their war than they could ever, ever go. This... The, the, the knowledge that you have given me gives me more purpose, knowing that there are other times and places that I haven't lived, but another Korra has, where we could, all of us, all the Garu, could have been different. You said that they are all me. It gives me more purpose to make sure that the nation is united in the fight against the worm and Ragnarok. Because we all could have been different. It's there that is all in us. Brother Reckoning, these simple things they think they see, but they do not. Isn't that so? 
She's tied to her time. She's tied to herself. But for a moment, maybe, maybe just a moment. Perhaps one day she will untether herself from the threads. But, ah, uh, even now I feel this stinging upon my flesh. With the crystals on, and my body free. Spirits, um, thank you for the information you've given, and I will take what I can to heart, because you are right, my mind is limited. <sighs> what, what, if anything, I couldn't imagine what I could do in return for the information that you've bestowed. Still, she does not seek the continent that walks, brother. She does not seek the great power. She seems confused. You follow the path there, then you abandon it. Fickle, perhaps you are not so tired than she thought. She thought possible. I don't intend to abandon a search that... I, this search. I just guess I'm not sure what I'm looking for anymore. Seek the realm that reflects the crystal. Infinite chaos within. Terrifying order from without. Trying to contain it. Seek the great spirit that wanders flux. That moves the realm of Gaia when needed most. Seek the soil with life. For those that will withstand the coming storm. That flux moves across the infinite tapestry. And you are but one part of it. Seek the one who scales and sprinkle the earth, seeds of life, for much will end, and new life will be needed. That's a lot of seeking, but I will. Brother, come. As they both move, as you see them moving through the pattern webs, it stings their bodies as their bodies are too much, too chaotic to be this close to the penumbra. As they move and you see whole swaths of the umbral shift and change shape briefly before the pattern spiders reaffirm the pattern upon existence. Ooh. Cora is gonna take a few deep breaths and try to calm herself. She... that was pretty intense for her. Um, and she's gonna try and think on what, what they said and what they told her to seek out. Like, try, commit it to memory. And then... She will go on her way to find Teresa, first of all, and then try and find, like, a more experienced Thurge who might know anything about what they're saying, okay. more than what she does. Well, she will try, but unfortunately most of the Thurges are doing their own thing, and Teresa is working with Kyle. And so we switch over to Kyle. It's been a couple weeks. You're finally feeling... Pretty relaxed. August is finally coming to a close, and it's starting to move into September. You finally regained enough of your mental energy, and you start approaching Fate Dancer. Fate Dancer, how have you been? Good, good. How have you been, Kyle? You seem so, you seem much better since the last time we've had a real chance to talk. <laughs> yes, I'm a lot, a lot more relaxed, a lot calmer now. Now that time has been put between uh, the moot and, well, here. Mm. So, what do you have for me? You seem to be coming here with purpose? Yes, um, well, I thought if there was anything I, I could do for you, um, I'm free for 
well, today and the foreseeable future. Okay. Well, I was looking towards doing a few things. Uh, I was wondering, how, how committed are you to the concept of a council of elders? Still. I know that your final days is protege, and so I will not push it if you have conflicting thoughts about helping in this regard. Hmm. I obviously respect final days, and were he to lead this sept, I would happily follow. But a unified sept, to me, that, that meaning to show other Garu what we could be it's maybe not moved forward as easily with the council, but it is shown more easily with the council. Well said. I actually have some some ideas on how you could help. I'd uh, be oh, happy uh, to hear them. Uh, so my thought was is that we need to grow some support for older brother here at the Karen. Too many see this as simply older brother versus unicorn, and that is not my intent to be sure and there are a few ideas i'd like you to try and do simply to spread these ideas and these concepts around so that it gives us a better foothold in possibly creating a true form of unity rather than falling in line which is what it feels like now i'd like you to try and talk to some of the non-older brother members here at the karen and speak to them about how we have specific rituals that we want to keep to ourselves and a part of ourselves. But Final Days has barred any sort of rituals that are not huh, not done in the full sight of the rest of the Karen as a way to try and dissuade secrets, secrecy between tribes. A good idea, but completely misses the point that we have our own holy rituals that we want to uphold for us so that they remain ours and we have deep connections to our tribal roots back before the discovery of the Pure Lands. They'd only be every few... Uh, they'd only be on certain days on the lunar calendar. And it, I believe it will strengthen the bond with Golden Eagle, who has seemed to gone more quiet with Re Regender. For Regender promised many things and many deals were made, but I do not believe Golden Eagle sees them as being fulfilled anymore. And perhaps you could seek out other members of the Karen who were pro-One Elder, specifically final days and maybe at least get them to bend on this that way we'll have well we'll have something try of course thank you well uh if you don't mind i'd like you to get more acquainted as well with hiahi distant song she was firmly in final days's camp but has recently taken a different view Hopefully the two of you could brainstorm together and come to some additional understanding between each other. Of course. I'd, I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to speak with them. And I've meant to get to know Steven's pack better. 
course as she brings you and show uh goes distance song uh, are you ready yes oh yes of course excellent i know you two have met but i know that things have been well tumultuous at best oh of course lots of things have been happening over the past few months but it's great to see you again guards the low and you as well distance song so now i i'm I'm, to understand, I'm here to uh, help brainstorm for some things. So Fate Dancer has brought up that something that could help us achieve unity in the Sept, particularly between uh, Older Brother and Unicorn, would be to, I suppose, r repeal the ban on the private rituals. Oh, that would be most exciting if it happened. Definitely. But mm, as much as I respect Regender... I know him to be fervent in what he believes. <laughs> yeah, he he can be, but I think so long as we can, well, one of two things. One, if enough of people, if enough people in his camp, his supporters believe this, he would likely bend. But I think more importantly, if he felt that this would serve his long-term goals, he'd be more likely to give in. Oh, most certainly it would fit into his long-term goals. We f we at Big Brother feel that... We at Older Brother feel that a lot of the problems, spiritual and physical, here in the Sept is because a lot of our traditions and practices haven't been allowed to be performed. If Regender truly wishes to see a united Garu nation, then this would definitely aid him. Because then sacred stone could become a model sept it could become a peak cairn so then the question how precisely do we convince him that it fits into his long-term goals i believe that it does as well not just because of the spiritual healing that might take place but because it actually shows that he would be willing to well to bend mm. i support progender and his cause but something I've noticed is that he seems, as much as he likes to plan for the long term, he seems a little bit too mo more focused on what's in front of him. If we can somehow show him that the practices allowed here could spread out to the rest of the nation and this freedom of practice amongst the Seps, then possibly we could get other, other Cairns and other Seps behind this too, leading to the unity that he wants. But I guess we need to have physical evidence of that. Are secret rituals banned in other seps as well? Nope. Well, it depends. But usually that's some of the more hardline septs that are not really espousing Final Days' uh, Okay, goal. like a Geta Fenris sept yeah. might do that. Or even a Fianna sept or a Shadow Lord sept if it's not their secret rituals. <laughs> so i think one of our best arguments for this is that not only older brother will have a problem with this younger brother will the shadow lords will most other groups will have problems with their their private rituals being okay uh shared i guess because it's part of their culture so i i think there's an argument to be made there Okay, so instead of showing him long-term solution, show him long-term problem. 
that could arise if that if this isn't taken care of, pretty much. If it isn't leaned towards this side. So, the other seps, at least most of them, as in my travels, don't tend to force all of these rituals to be public. Now, arguing that with him could, of course, turn against us just by him saying, well, of course they don't, but the goal is that they should. We could argue that currently the policy is causing more division than it's helping, but that won't change his his end goals, of course. Then maybe, since it's not going to change his end goals, then maybe just treat it as just a temporary thing, maybe? Possibly? But that wouldn't go well with my tribe, certainly not. No, it, it the two end states that work for this particular goal are that Regender still wants this, but will no longer try and pursue it, and Regender no longer wants this. Okay. So one of the things that we can bring up is that this does, although not in in word, but in spirit, affects the Uctena far more than anyone else. The children of Gaia tend not to have rituals, secret rituals in the first place, but like all tribes, of course, they each have their secrets, but those aren't being revealed. So it could be argued, I suppose, that this rule is specifically unfair to people like the Uctena, but also doesn't affect the children of Gaia at all, whereas we do have other secrets we keep, we hold close to our chests. Wow, that's a lot to take in. We could go talk to Helen King. Why him specifically? Well, I'm sure you've noticed too, but Howling King hasn't quite been the same, and I think he's been faltering. But if we go to Howling King with this argument, I'm pretty sure we might be able to get him on our side. Well, if Howling King supports this, I suppose it would be more likely to sway Regender, since he would have noticed, and he wouldn't want to lose uh, another supporter. Certainly not. It's a little underhanded, but definitely to protect my tribe. I wouldn't say it's underhanded. It's just fostering unity in a different way. Huh. I like that. And so, you guys reach out to Howling King as he's doing some stuff downtown. He's agreed to meet with you on a park bench that's rarely visited. As he sits down and goes, Well, this is an odd sight. The hell do you two want? Well, I wanted to hear your thoughts on um, the, the ban on private rituals. Man on private rituals. You see him kind of like think for a moment. It's a strange, a strange amount of concentration for someone who's been at the Karen for as long as he was. And he goes, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with it. Mostly because my tribe doesn't have a strong enough presence here, though. Why? What are you thinking? Well, it seems to be causing more division than it's actually helping. It's... how exactly to put it? It affects the Uctena more greatly than, well, any of the other tribes in the Sept. Obviously, they're the second biggest. But the Children of Gaia don't tend to have secret rituals. So realistically, it instead of fostering unity between everyone, it singles out the Uctena. Hmm. I guess so. Kyle, could I get a perception empathy real quick? Six? One moment. You notice something strange, like a kind of calm comes around Howling King. 
and it almost looks like his eyes change from blue to hazel. You don't know what that's about. As he goes, yeah, no, that is unfair. I think that to really push the angle of unity Regender espouses is to start by letting the members of Older Brother have their rituals. They're theirs, and if they don't want to share them, that is their choice. We tend to agree, and it feels to me every tribe has their secrets. But in this cairn, should your secrets all be rituals, you either don't perform them, or you reveal everything that your tribe holds close to its chest. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Kyle. That's a good point. I think that is a good good observation. I think that's something we should bring up to final days whenever we can. I agree, and I should say, though, it isn't just my observation. It was from speaking with Distant Song that I was able to, to fully realize the unfairness. As Howling King goes, it's good. I appreciate it. You are wise beyond your years. I think this will help with that other goal of yours, Kyle. Other goal? You're trying to get the Council of Elders happening, aren't you? I'll be honest with you. I'm still somewhat undecided. Hmm. I think it's a good idea, but I also understand the value of having a single elder. I can see that, but I think it's time. And I think after everything I've seen, and after recalling old conversations with Faces the Storm, I think it's it's time. He was starting to talk about a council of elders, and but I didn't go with it. I think now with so few members, it's a better idea to make sure that the the net that holds us together is ironclad rather than rotting with distrust. I think that's a fair point. And so, you guys go off to continue your goals. Roy? Yes. It's get You've had some time to bounce around, do some things here and there. It always seems like Zeb wanted to say something to you when he got back, but he jumped from an, to another Karen, and he'd been basically wandering for months on... Or for the whole month, basically. So Zeb's been traveling for a month. He seems like he wanted to say something to you, but every time he shows up, it's close to the middle of the night, and he would rather eat and exchange pleasantries. He did share some information with the Elder, but on this September 3rd day, it seems that a friend of yours is leaving the Karen now. Gazes from afar is returning to the Sept of the Steel Mountain. After a long moment here in the Karen. Hey, gazes from afar. Uh, Roy, Mindscape. So I hear you're going back to your uh, your own Karen. Yes, it's uh, it's about time that I do that. Now that things have settled down here for the moment. Your presence will be missed, but you've definitely done a lot of help here from what I've seen. Well, it'll, it'll be good to be back in familiar land again. Yes, even though I am, I am leaving here. I, I plan on moving on from the steel, from Steel Mountain as well. I've, I've learned all I can from the Weaver Tribe, from the Glass Walkers, 
and my opinion on them and the Weaver still hasn't changed, but voicing my opinions to them would do nothing but cause more strife. If I've learned anything from you, the path that we walk is not easy and with very little following. Well, I believe that is why uh, we walk such a path. Not because it is easy or that we will have many to follow it with us, but because it will make us stronger. From my learnings of walking this path, it is us that help teach others what we've learned. And I'm still one trying to learn more so at this time. Well, there, will, there will always be new things to learn. This path is one with many lessons. Learning is good, but as I said to, be, to you before, I believe the last we talked, to refine your fire mind. I feel I have been refining all five of my minds, honestly. It is a long path that I'm taking with many obstacles and roadblocks, but I feel... No, I know I'm refining it and learning more of each mind. I remember, Mindscape, that it will take more than one lifetime. I want you to remember that. Undoubtedly so. And our lives are short. It's the culmination of the Garu Nation that is that keeps the that keeps the teachings alive. And that is why we are gifted many lives to refine our souls. I will say, speaking back on the views of the Weaver, I'm becoming inclined to look at the Weaver more like you than I did before. A lot of what I held in my in my mind does not sit well with me now. To refine oneself, one must chisel away at old ideas. And as you as you refine the five minds, I am sure that you will chisel away at many old ideas that you once had. That holiday you reminded me about that helped tremendously. I was able to cast away a lot of the worm that was festering in my heart. I no longer despise the get and the picture of the weaver that was presented to me seems more true than what I thought of it before. So for that again, I thank you for the reminder so that way I could take that trip. You are you are most welcome. I can I could already tell as of late that you seem to be different from your old self since you returned from that holiday. I will say though, from returning from that that trip, I'm I feel like I'm breaking away from the illusion, but in so doing, I feel like I've lost control over my emotions to an extent. You've heard that I thralled twice at a moot no less. And I need to figure out how to get that under control again. Yes, I I did hear of it, but Yes, I, I did hear of it. So I, my suggestion to you is to refine the Earth Mine, and perhaps you should journey to Steel Mountain sometime and hear the Galliards sing of Dirt Wolf. That sounds like a fine idea. I don't know what 
the Sept of the Sacred Stone has in store right now, and I feel like I might be needed here. But once I'm done, perhaps myself and my allies may take a trip down that way later, or possibly just myself. Never hurts to take some time for yourself. We were told as an order to do so. Perhaps next time I won't have to be ordered to take time off. Well, the best of luck to you, Roy Mindscape. Never never stop seeking the Gaiadama and the ways of our tribe. It is time for me to go. Well, again, thank you for all, all of your advice, and may Chimera guide your path. And may Chimera guide yours. And so, gazes from afar, leaves the Sept of the Sacred Stone. And so... It's finally September 15th, and it is the first time in over a month that you're all back to the Karen. All of you with various stories to tell each other and to figure out what to do next. But we will discover what that is next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 Goodbye.